I'm Jane McConnell, and welcome to the Bold New Breed podcast. Today we're going to talk about behaviors and how they differ between traditional mindset people and gig mindset people. I have a story I want to share with you, and you might be wondering why the title Civil Disobedience to this episode. It's because this story is about civil disobedience, that's to say peaceful protests, in a context where people want to change the way they work inside a very large organization. I was talking to an engineer who works in a global industrial enterprise headquartered in Europe, and he and his colleagues wanted to find a way to bring visibility to new ways of working and emphasize the importance of flexibility and not getting fixed on one method or another method. They'd put into place a large social network, and people were talking about their projects. There were people all over the company already doing things with their own flavor. Things were emerging all over the place in production, in finance, in procurement, in engineering, from all different divisions of the organization. Some people were talking about lean startups, about agile, liberated companies, nonviolent communication, all different methods and ways of going about bringing change to your organization. He believes that change comes from the edges of an organization. Their social media platform had become the place for people, the pioneers, to share what they were doing. But they wanted to up the visibility level, reach more people, and even touch top senior management. The problem is that most people are so used to working with constraints, habits, reflexes that are hard to break. People back themselves into corners. Actually, he said to me, what we realized is that in an organization like ours, there is a significant amount of freedom. It's just that people don't believe there is. People fear the insecurity or the instability of what you're calling the gig mindset. They've gotten used to having a box around what they do and leaving the responsibility with the manager. If we're going to change a company as large as ours, and by the way, they have over 100,000 people, if we're going to change a company as large as ours, It's not any different to a change in society, so why don't we do things like civil disobedience? Let's show others what we're already doing, and let's do something that makes it inclusive so that they can see. The social network is fine for people already involved, but what about the others? And what about management? So what we did was organize a two-hour meeting in a very large outdoor space that was visible from the windows of senior managers. There were from 100 to 200 people who turned up. We had food and drinks. We had some signs. We had a few stands. And what's really striking for me is that these people who were at the event did not have official jobs that had anything to do with change and new ways of working. After a short while, one of the very top senior leaders came over and actually said, why is all this happening from you people and not from human resources? Our act of civil disobedience had triggered interest at a very top level. It got talked about around the company, and people gradually began to wake up. It was one step in the right direction. The right direction does not mean the right answer. He explained that for him, the right answer is simply to let people find ways to work better, and whatever makes sense for them is the right way. Now let's take a look at the gig mindset framework and see how behaviors differ between traditional and gig mindsets. 
I defined eight behaviors with the help of an advisory board made up of people from around the world, and we built a framework describing each one. There's a link in the show notes if you want to read the descriptions in detail. The traditional at one end of the spectrum and the gig behaviors at the other. It was really the foundation of the research. I'll summarize here and you can read the details in the notes. The traditional mindset means that people are focused on doing jobs as they're defined based on procedures that have been repeated that are accepted and approved in the organization. They feel most comfortable when they're working with people they know. They have leadership from a supervisor and they're doing things that are within their traditional job role. They have a clear definition of their role and what their responsibilities are. They prefer to work as a closed project team until they've advanced to a very mature stage in the project before they share it outside the project team. They prefer working under guidance, as I said earlier, from the supervisor, and they want decision-making processes to follow hierarchical flows that gives stability and consistency into how they work. They focus primarily on what's happening inside their organization and That's what feeds their thinking and what stimulates their work. They tend not to spend time doing a lot of networking, professional networking, I mean. And when they do, it's primarily internal, and it's usually related to their work and projects they're working on. They have a strong sense of career path. It's important to them. And they count on their manager and the HR department to be their partners in advancing their career inside the organization. The gig mindset, on the other hand, is reflected in people who prefer out-of-the-box thinking and test-and-learn approaches. They look for opportunities to work with different types of people in the organization from different parts of the organization. They're very comfortable with activities and responsibilities that are defined not by your traditional role and your hierarchy, but by skills. They like to open up early in their work. They like to work out loud and they take feedback from outside the project team into account as the project advances. They take responsibility for initiating a project and advancing it without guidance, and they assume responsibilities for their decisions. Very important point, they often challenge the status quo, including business practices and work practices. They're highly aware of what's happening outside the organization and how it might or might not contribute to their own work. They follow what's new in social arenas, economical, and technology worlds. They do a lot of professional networking, internally and externally, but especially externally. They actively seek out interactions with other people from whom they can learn, to whom they can contribute, and bring things they can share back to their own organization. They don't think in terms of a career path. Instead, they think about a growth path. They think about a personal brand, that's to say, what is their image? What is it that is them? And they realize that they are primarily responsible for their own learning, increasing their knowledge, and building up their marketable skills. So that's a brief summary of two different types of mindsets that we studied in the survey in 2018 and that we have studied again in 2021, three years later. The survey asks people to do self-assessment and to place themselves on a point on a spectrum between one and five, one for traditional, five for gig mindset, and they position themselves at any point along that spectrum from one to five. It's not a question of one or 
five. That would be unrealistic. Those would be extremes, and that's not what's real in life. When we look at the average scores that people get, a score of 4.0 or higher is considered a strong gig mindset. There were some interesting observations that came out of the data. One is that behaviors differ by age, but not necessarily in the way that I had expected. Older workers are more focused on skills rather than roles and hierarchy, and they are most likely to take initiatives and assume responsibilities without guidance in a way that's uh, understandable because they've been in the workplace or in the workforce for a longer time. They've gained more experience. In addition, they're more likely to challenge the status quo, including how the company works and what the business practices are. Younger workers prefer to work under the guidance of managers, which, again, is not surprising because they've just reached the workplace and they're less likely to challenge the way things are being done now. On the other hand, and something really interesting, is that the younger workers are more likely to be comfortable opening up early and working out loud and taking feedback from outside the project team into account very early in the project. And so we find complementary, I would say, strong points based on people's age that we'll talk about later in terms of how they can come together. I'd like to close with two quotations that reveal very different workplace mindsets. They come from people I talked to, one in Scandinavia and one in the U.S. A manager in a global transportation company in Scandinavia said to me, for him, it's a priority to retain people with a gig mindset. He said, literally, if I, as a manager, don't encourage the gig mindset, I will lose my own motivation, and in the end, the best people. This guy is definitely an exception. A manager based in the U.S. told me a completely different story, and he ended up with the fact that in his company, senior management had a, if it's not broken, don't fix it mindset that made it very difficult to bring new ideas and new ways of working into the organization. Maybe that's a company that needs a little bit of civil disobedience to shake things up. That attitude is, in fact, the subject of our next episode. But first, I'd like to suggest to you that you look at the survey questions in my book, Gig Mindset Advantage, and do the survey yourself on a sheet of paper. You'll see where you stand on the spectrum between the traditional mindset and the gig mindset. Or you can send me an email and I'll open a personalized online link for you. You can share the link with other people in your organization, and you can then get together as a group and see how your answers compare. That'll certainly stimulate some interesting conversations, I'm sure. It'll also get you in the mood for the next episode. This time we talked about civil disobedience. Next time it'll be about willful blindness, as senior managers deliberately ignore or actively resist gig mindset initiatives. So, seriously, consider signing up to do the self-assessment. And remember, it's all confidential. You can share your name or not, the name of your organization or not, whatever makes you comfortable. So if you've enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, head on over to my new website, boldnewbreed.com. You can also subscribe on your podcast app of choice. Looking forward to seeing you again soon.